Hello everyone and welcome to another episode of Berhantu with me, Hafiz Rahman. Thank you so much for listening. This episode is a very short episode. Um, it, I don't think it will cross over half an hour because it's just a collection of three short stories that I have of riders. The reason I want to do this special episode is because um, when I did the initial rider punya episode, um, and also about my cousin who was a rider, right? I received a lot of DMs um, about equally creepy stories so i thought that this is a good chance for me to just share these stories um actually one of the stories actually also happened again to my cousin and then the other two are actually from friends like you know i i try not to i try not to get stories from people that i don't know because there is a possibility that it could be far-fetched or doctored in in a way i mean i know even friends can lie to you lah but Okay lah, fine, whatever. I just shot myself in the foot by saying that. Anyways, so this episode is about riders. And I have three stories to share with you today. Very short stories, but equally creepy and very interesting. Now, the first story happened to my cousin. The one that I shared with you about that one. So he shared with me this story. He said, Pernah tak Abang Hafiz dengar um, hantu curi makan? Okay, so what happened was, he this happened in Spooner Road. Um, apparently a lot of people say that Spooner Road is a very creepy estate, blah, 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 because it's only like two or three blocks, right? And it's right in the middle of like, a vegeta- not vegetation now, it's not vegetation one, it's like, there's a, there's, there's a, there's a small field and then it leads you to the bus stop, right? Which will lead you to Vivo, yeah. So this Spooner Road, for those of you who do not know, you can Google it. There's apparently a lot of people who have experienced a lot of, um, creepy things in Spooner Road. I have been there a couple of times. I think last time when I was selling my baju, um, one of the people, uh, one of the buyers, um, actually nenek dia tinggal dekat Spooner Road. So she gave the nenek address. So when I delivered the stuff, you know, I went to Spooner Road lah to, 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 to send it to her nenek. And I could, I mean, I could, I could see why people are afraid, right? Because dia macam rumah, rumah satu bilik, satu hall, gitu. Or like rumah paling banyak dua bilik. Tak tahulah, but like the ones that I went was tingkat satu. Um, and it wasn't creepy. I went there during, yeah, I went there during in, in the evening, actually. There is, a, mungkin aku hantu lah. Maybe I'm, I'm, I'm a monster myself. So that's why I'm not scared of all of these things. But yeah, so apparently a lot of people say that um a lot of people a lot of people have have experienced something creepy so what happened was this place apparently is haunted by disturbances lah, like weird unexplained sounds and sightings in the flat and then they see shadows and all that so um this spooner road like just, just a bit of story eh, context eh, it was actually some of the oldest in singapore they were built in the mid-1970s and was formerly used as the quarters to house personnel of the staff and families who work at the nearby, now defunct Tanjung Paga railway station. The flats were left empty for years when operations ceased at the railway station but are currently used as rental apartments for low-income residents. Yeah, so there have been many stories from residents and explorers about the eerie things they experienced at Spooner Road. Like I said, personally, never experienced, so I can't vouch for the... For the for the for the for the hauntings that happened there, but mungkin mungkin kurang yang yang tinggal sana ataupun ada saudara, maybe you all who have relatives who stay there or who is renting there can share with me stories about Spooner Road. That'll be very interesting, ah. Eh? So, anyways, my my cousin got a order from this particular unit in Spooner Road. She's, he said it was at level two, 
And the note on the um, app says, leave the food on the gate handle. Like, hang the food on the gate handle. So that's what he did. Um, he This person, he... Uh, sorry. My cousin, he was from Vivo. He got something from Vivo. I, I forgot what was it. I didn't ask him the, the, the details. But he said it was quite a lot of food. Lah, you know, there was like, I think, minimum about four packets of like, macam... Barang-barang goreng lah. I think he, they bought it at the hawker center last time. Last time, you know, there's got, like, there was this hawker center called... Aku lupa. I forgot. What's it called? What is the one? Mr. Encik Tan. Ya Allah, Encik Tan lah. Encik Tan, sorry. So, there are like four different types of food lah. So, the the the, the order said, hang the... um <laughs> Hang the food on the gate. The reason why I'm laughing is because it's so funny, okay? So, this is what happened. Because my cousin became very scared after that. So when he came to Spooner Road, um, to this particular block, he went to the second level and he went to the unit. So you know when 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 customers write that, it means they don't want to be disturbed, right? You cannot you you better don't knock on the door or like, ring the doorbell or say hello because the reason why they do that is because either number one they're not at home and they just want you to hang it while they come back home, or they want privacy and they just don't want you to like yeah whatever. So my cousin did did this exact thing, okay? So he just hanged it. He 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 hung it on the gate punya handle too. So he walked away. But then dia tertegar hati tau. Dia tertegar hati to turn back. When he turned back, itu makanan tak ada lah. Then he's like, eh, where the fuck did the thing go? So he walked back. Because he's scared, right? He's scared. He cannot, he cannot complain, right? So he went back. Because he said... If the owner actually opened the the door or opened the gate to retrieve the food, I can absolutely, without a doubt, hear it. You know, because I'm literally just like five steps away from the gate. Like literally five steps away. The jalan satu, dua, tiga, empat, lima, they turn back to double check. Because he says, I always double check whenever. I always double check that I'm, that I, um, he didn't take a photo. He double checked that the the food is 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 hung on the gate, but when he turned, there was the food was not there, empty, nothing happened. Like like as if like someone took it away. So he thought like the 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 owner brought in the food, but like I said earlier on, the gate didn't open, the door didn't open. So who the hell took the food? So he got panicked. He's like, shit, should I knock on the door to 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 just double check? Because he said, if I don't double check, I'm gonna get into trouble. Cause I, I, people will say like I eat the food, and there's been many occasions and instances whereby people complain because the riders will consume the food themselves, you know, or don't deliver and then just say they deliver. So he wanted to double confirm. So he went to the gate, and he knocked on the door. So he said, Abang Hafiz, I was at the door for a good ten minutes. Nobody opened the door. There literally was no one staying in that house. Tak ada orang tinggal kat rumah. He said this happened around around at 9 p.m. at night. Yeah, the house was dark. I waited and waited and waited for a good 10 minutes. I actually texted back in the group and not the group chat. I texted back in the app. No response. Nothing. When I look closer and closer to the house, just looking at it, I realized that the house tak ada orang tinggal. So who was on who took the food? Because he said in that 10 minutes, because he said in that 10 minutes when he was standing outside of the door, just waiting for this person to open the door, right? In case he took the food because he wanted to ask the question, right? He said in that 10 minutes, Abang Hafiz, no one was going to and fro the corridor. I was alone in that corridor for 10 minutes. So where did the food go? And I'm like, takkan hantu ni boleh curi-curi makanan eh? 
So he said that was a very mysterious thing that happened to me. I didn't know what happened, but thankfully he didn't get any complaint lah, you know. Um, and and he said he he sent a text to the to the person said the food has been delivered. Hope you enjoy your food. <laughs> Because it's like, how else can can he like much like, try to talk to this mysterious thing, right? So yeah, he said that was the one thing that I can never forget. Makanan hilang, hantu curi makan. Because he said there's no way. There's someone inside the house to take the food to open the door, and there is no way someone was behind me. Because when I entered the, the 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 from from the from the staircase, I didn't take the lift. I took the staircase up second level. Bila im jalan kat tepi, okay, dekat tu. I I turn to the right side. There wasn't anyone along the corridor. It was just me. So who took it? Jang jang jang, spooner road for you. Okay, so that's the first short story. Second, second eh. Second short story. <laughs> Second short story. Okay, this happened to <laughs> a friend. So a friend. Um, he is. He used to work as a security guard, but he says. Um, I think I think he was he was a, he was a freelancer, but he was not getting jobs. Quite pitiful lah his story. So he was a freelancer. He tak ada dapat banyak job. So he decided to because he said, there's no way I can just continue waiting and waiting and waiting for the gig to come. You know. So I just decide to do. Uh, security guard work, you know, and for for part time, and then he said it was on a six month punya contract. Then he left the job, and he started doing grab grab food, cause he had a motor. So he said this happened. So he said I wanted to share with you two stories. So I I met him the other day, and he was just sharing me these stories lah. You know, this couple of stories which I want to share with you today. So the first story is about this house the cut. Um, I'm not sure, but it's somewhere in the north. Okay, I don't remember where is the exact place, but he said this happened in the north. He said it was a new block. It was a new BTO block. Okay, you know BTO blocks are very bright, right? They are naturally just much brighter than the lights in the older blocks. I don't know, maybe because of the the, the lights that they use lah. And she said that I'm not as afraid when I go to BTO houses because the energy is just much more vibrant. He says because of the fact that BTOs have generally a younger families, younger crowd, so it's there's a lot of young children, there's a lot of young couples, so it's more vibrant, as opposed to say a regular um, flat. You know, like BTO flats are normally like young couples, right? So he likes to go to BTOs because number one is brightly lit and it's very easy to navigate, and a lot of kids lah, very noisy and all that. But he said there's it's there's this block he went, it was very quiet. He said it was unusually quiet. Um, and this happened in the afternoon. Ah, he said this happened in the afternoon. Um. Ah, uh, okay. Sorry. Yeah. Let me just get myself together. So he said, this person ordered something. Lah. Obviously. So went to the door. Ah, uh, the door was not. The door was not locked. Sorry. The door was open, but the the gate was locked. So he just said hello. Ah, uh, food delivery as per normal. Lah. He said that. So he saw this young boy. Macam he's this young boy is about maybe about. Three, four years old, probably around there, was just standing. So like, okay. So when you when the gate is not okay, when the gate is closed lah, but the door is open, right? So by the by the door, when you turn to the right, that's where the living room is. So he said he saw this boy just much like, holding on to a teddy bear. Okay, he said this boy was holding on to a teddy bear. Aku tak terfikir yang aku nampak hantu. He said I didn't think that it was a ghost or like was a spirit because the boy looked like real in flesh and blood. And this was like at three or four in the afternoon. Like who the hell, what the hell is happening, right? So he said this boy was holding on to a teddy bear and he was just standing, like half, half of his body 
was at the um what was at the wall by the wall and that the, the other half was facing the rider lah the, the the gate which is my my friend so my friend said hello for delivery and then the boy was just looking at him just smiling just playing with the doll i mean the not playing lah macam like you know just like yeah like, macam like twirling the the doll the teddy bear in his in his hand and all that so my friend said is your mommy home or is your daddy home right so <laughs> the boy nod his head he said this boy nod his head and went back inside no one ah there was no one for like 2 minutes so it's like eh lama ni dia bagi mak bapak dia like why why this boy taking such a long time to call his parents so he said again and this time my voice became very louder hi delivery and then immediately from the kitchen eh from the kitchen a woman came up eh sorry 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 i was cooking i didn't hear you say so it's okay it's okay i thought your boy went to i thought your boy went you went to call for you and that's when the woman said which boy i got no kids Hai, cerita macam sial Buat aku takut Um, yeah So he said, huh? And after that, he just smiled And he just gave her the food And he just walked away Because he said, I didn't want to ask Because I, I know that if I ask I'm going to get more freaked out So I just buat bodoh So he said, I saw this boy With a teddy bear Halfway body Half of the body looking looking at me I said, hey, where's your mommy and daddy? So so he went, so he nodded his head went to the side of the house to the living room area from the other side the kitchen mother comes out or, or rather this lady comes out I don't there's no boy <laughs> I got I got no kids ah shit 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 this happened sometime in the morning so he said or maybe there were the or maybe the lady is just like fucking around with me ah. like maybe he she did have a boy or whatever but you know but but then he's like okay but then again the thing that made it very weird is that The boy wasn't making any noise. You know, like, you know how kids are, like, naturally very noisy and you can hear the pitter-patter of the the feet, you know, and even if you're calling, calling the mommy, you can hear, like, mommy, mommy, somewhere at the door. So my friend said, aku tak dengar. I didn't hear anything. I didn't hear this boy call mommy, mommy, whatsoever. That's why I was very weird after two minutes of just standing there. There's no one responding, you know. There's no one coming to the door or to, to the gate. So I, I raised my voice line and said, hi, for delivery. And then this woman came out. She was, like, cooking away in, in the kitchen. <laughs> So, yep, that was a, the first story he shared with me. The second story he shared with me was this Malay house somewhere in Tegwai. Selalu Tegwai, eh? okay. Now, he said I, he said he didn't see a hantu, but he said this family was very weird, okay? When I got this order of KFC, alright, they ordered KFC lah, the bucket, the family bucket. I thought, okay lah, fine, normal, regular family, right? So he he brought it to this house in Tegwai Lane. So he went up to the to the live uh, to the living room, like, to the uh, to the door, and he knocked on the door, cause the door was closed, lah, you know. But he said that the house was dark except for like when 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 this lady opened the door, there's only light from the toilet. Okay, so literally the house the whole house is dark, hitam, macam gelap. And he said it's around macam nine plus. So he said there wasn't anyone in the house. There wasn't anyone in the house. But when she opened the door, she opened the door. But when he opened, when she opened the door, my friend said, the smell of kemenyan was so strong, like I had to take a step back. So she said because I think she closed all the windows, so she didn't even open the windows in the kitchen. You know, the windows is closed, 
all the all the windows are closed and then the living room door is closed so i think the bau kemenyan is just swirling kemenyan is incense huh? it's just swirling around the house she said it was too strong when she opened i got like a very huge whiff of the kemenyan just across my face i was like oh shit it was so strong so i took a step back and after that i actually gave her the 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 food lah and then she was this old lady she was wearing like macam a regular macam you know like macam baju-baju opa yeah, with, with just with, with just like a kain and all that Um, but she wasn't wearing a tudung she said she, her hair was like macam like 50% of it is really white really. she was like really white but rambut dia macam derebangkan rambut dia my friend said the, the first the first thing that the first red flag that came to me was this um, was was the fact that the house is very dark number one and number two this lady is creepy looking <laughs> and number three is the, is the smell of the kemenyan And then after that, he heard a voice of a man from inside the room. Dah sampai. Dah sampai means reach ready. And then the wife said, dah, 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 dah. Dah sampai, dah sampai. So the wife said, dah, dah. I mean, yes, 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 the food has arrived. So the husband just said, hmm. And then the husband started praying. So my friend, okay. I mean, he's just minding his own business lah, you know. So before he closed the door, it was a good like four, five seconds, you know. Before he closed, uh, before the door is closed on, on him, he didn't walk away yet. He was just wanting to make sure that the lady closed the door in front of him. Then he walked away because he don't want to have those kind of complaints about you never give the door, you never give the food whatsoever. So he always makes makes it a point to make sure that whenever he, del- he delivers food, the person takes the food inside the house, close the door, then he leaves the house because he don't want any complaint. In that four or five seconds before the door closed, when the husband said, "Hmm." Then the, the husband started to baca doa. Okay. My friend said, it sounded like Al-Fatihah, but he was reading it from the back. Then I'm like, what do you mean? Okay, I do not want to recite the prayers here because it can be very inappropriate and very alienating to some of my non-Muslim listeners. But Al-Fatihah is, um, <laughs> it's a very famous And I think every Muslim knows from first till end, you know, from start till end. So he said in that four or five seconds that before the door closed, I heard the husband just ngaji, just reciting this prayer. But he was reciting it backwards. He didn't think much about it. Until, he, until on the, when he went back to his uh, moto and he did a little Google search. <laughs> so apparently when you Google... And when you say, baca doa al-fatihah terbalik, it means that you are worshipping the devil. Yeah. But he said, I didn't want to think much about it. Maybe it's just my imagination. But he said, I can never forget this 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 couple, this this old Malay couple kat Teh Wailin, where the house is very dark, bau kemenyan, and then the husband um, just was just from the room and baca al-fatihah terbalik. So he said, I can never forget that incident because it, it just freaked me out. Um, yeah. And with that, that has sufficiently freaked me out as well. So, like I said, it's a short episode, just a short and sweet episode just to catch up on the stories of riders for you guys. This is the end of this episode. Thank you so much for listening to Brahantu. Till I see you or till I chat with you next episode. Goodbye, everyone. Goodbye, everyone.